0: Hello product innovators today we learn how to list sell and scale your new hardware product on the walmart.com online marketplace from an agency owner that has marketed hundreds of hardware products.
1: This is the product startup podcast a show to learn from top leaders in hardware product development prototyping manufacturing product selling and everything in between hosted by Kevin Mako, the leading expert on product development for hardware startups.
0: Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm very excited to introduce Will Hare to the show. Will is the CEO of Bellavix, a marketing agency focusing exclusively on scaling emerging hardware brands on Amazon and Walmart.com. After years as a military technician and in supply chain management, Will has spent the last 10 years in digital marketing. Today, Will is going to share some valuable knowledge from vendor startups, and small manufacturers on what Walmart.com marketplace is, how to list your product onto the platform, and best practices for succeeding and scaling with your new hardware product. Now, on
1: to the episode. This show is produced by Mako Design, the original firm providing end-to-end consumer product development services tailored specifically to hardware startups, small manufacturers, and inventors. Take your product from idea to store shelves at makodesign.com. Now, on to the episode. Hi, Will. Welcome to the show.
2: Hey, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Super excited to be here.
0: We're excited to talk to you today about getting a new hardware invention onto Walmart Marketplace. Walmart Online, which many people don't actually know, is actually different from the store. You've got the retail change that everybody knows, but there's also a very vibrant online marketplace that has many items that aren't in the stores and sometimes vice versa. So today we're talking about getting onto the platform, best practices, and even how to scale your growth on that platform platform as another avenue to sell a new invention idea to the market. So as a hardware startup out there, whether you're at the early phases of development or whether you're looking for new avenues to sell product, this episode is going to be very powerful because this is a massive channel that is growing quickly as well. And who better to talk to than Will here on the show today? Will, you've been doing this a long time. Before we get into all the nuts and bolts about best practices, just give us a bit of a history. How did you get from where you are many years ago to the success story that you are today?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll give you guys the, uh, the cliff note version. Essentially, I've been working in advertising agencies for uh, the better part of 10 to 12 years, give or take. I like to say Google is the gateway to marketplaces like Walmart, Amazon, and Target. So I started off doing SEO, have ADD, and I just don't have the attention for that. So I needed something a little faster. So I started doing advertising, Google pay-per-click, which led into Amazon, which then led into Walmart. And I've always been focused on products and helping e-commerce. Brands either launch into marketplaces or achieve some type of scale. So it's been an incredible journey. And back in 2018, I'm like most entrepreneurs, I was like, you know what? I think I could do this better myself. In 2018, we decided to start our own company, Bellavix, and where we're hyper focused on helping brands scale on marketplaces like Walmart and Amazon.
0: Well, much appreciated. Lots of wisdom to share there because, yes, of course, the whole digital marketplace relies on Google, SEO, search, pay per click, et cetera. That mm-hmm. fee the beast in many ways that helps to amplify and really helps you to understand how do marketplaces work? So how do people who are looking for your product end up finding your product? So what better avenue and experience to learn the ins and outs of the marketing side so that you can be very strategical and successful when it comes to the actual deployment and execution side of getting those new hardware products to market via these platforms, Walmart and Amazon, which are the most massive online marketplaces, especially for emerging and up and coming brands. So let's talk about Walmart marketplaces specifically, just describe what it is.
2: Yep. So Walmart, similar to Amazon, similar to Target, they have the ability to uh, showcase and sell products digitally online. Walmart.com or like 3P, however you want to position it, is Walmart's ability to showcase products. And the products that are on the website aren't always necessarily available in stores. So it's an opportunity for brands to come in and to showcase their products and show Walmart that these are products that have an audience, that they saw, a specific problem and the opportunity to kind of grow from there. We have seen brands scale their sales from just a 3P relationship to working directly with Walmart reps and to getting into 1P. So it's a great way to prove the value of your product and what you're doing and to prove that there is a minimal viable product or an MVP and an audience for that. Walmart is where you shop online and something really interesting, we always talk about Amazon Walmart who's the bigger, who's bigger so on and so forth and obviously considering retail in general, Walmart is much bigger. But when it comes to online only, Amazon is roughly 50%. It always changes of all online transactions or online e-commerce sales. But something that's different for Walmart is that they've been aggressively pursuing online and retail, online or digital commerce. And so to give you some perspective right now, give or take, I believe there's like 500 fulfillment centers within 100 miles of every major city for Amazon. So that's how they're able to do same day shipping, multi-day shipping. What's really interesting about Walmart is there's like 4,800 stores within 10 miles of every major city. So you can just hear that like right now they have the infrastructure, in my opinion, to really crush Amazon or or put Amazon's feet to the fire. Walmart is still a very small, they just surpassed eBay recently in terms of e-commerce, like their percent of the market share that they own of e-commerce, but they're investing and they're scaling and there's a huge opportunity for any brands that are getting in early. I consider this a first mover opportunity opportunity. So this is like the equivalent of getting into Amazon 15 years ago. I know tons of people that would, you know, give up a lot of what they own to get that opportunity. And that opportunity is here with Walmart. And I think it's going to be around for a long time.
0: I've heard that a lot. I've heard that Walmart really is aggressive at trying to compete with Amazon, as well as to other retailers and other players. They're leading the charge as a store-based retailer due to that infrastructure. It's hard to compete Mm -hmm. with that when you've got that massive infrastructure. So inevitably, as time has ticked on, they've looked at some of the things that other major players are doing, like the Ebays, Shopify, personal Mm -hmm. websites, other retailers, and of course, the big giant Amazon in the room. And they're trying to see, well, what can we do to differentiate and compete? What a great opportunity to be a part of that journey with new products. New Mm -hmm. products are one of the best things that any online retailer can do to compete. And believe it or not, it's a two-way street in terms of competitiveness. You as a startup with a great product, especially as a new hardware startup, you're so eager to get online and it seems like this massive giant world and feels like you have to go out there and beg and plead to get some early sales. But keep in mind that out there, it's the job of these major players to find great new products to showcase on their platform so that they can start eroding market share from some of the other competitors. So know that it's a two-way mm-hmm. street. And if you've made a great product that has a great product market fit, you've got customers out there that want it, that may not know they even want it right now. There are many platforms out there, and this being one of the big ones out there, that you can get on in order to be a player in the space. Now, let's dive a bit deeper into that. How do you specifically get your product onto Walmart.com? Like, What are some of the actual tactical things that you need to do as a hardware starter? up in order to be both approved by and placed onto it. And then we'll talk about scale after that.
2: So it's actually fairly simple. They've actually improved the process tremendously. I think like three or five years ago, it was a process. It was like you had to submit a request. You had to fill in all this information about your business, submit banking information. And it literally took six months to get approved just to get onto the platform. And then Getting onto the platform was all kinds of messy because it was evolving as they were getting more brands onto the platform. Now it's a little more streamlined. Generally, you can have your Walmart account up and active in three to five days. Similar process, you're gonna go to Walmart and you just uh, submit a form that essentially has your business information, you know, your EIN, your business address, so on and so forth. And the whole purpose of that is their trust and safety team need to evaluate your products and what you're selling. If you're selling in like the supplement space, anything topical or ingestible, I like to say, they're gonna have you submit COAs or other certificates to make sure your products aren't going to injure consumers, you know, provided you have all that documentation submitted, you'll get access to the platform pretty quickly. And then from there, it's kind of evolved. So what we see a lot of brands do to get started, generally, they'll already be active on Amazon or they'll already have an active website and they'll use a software solution like Listing Mirror and they'll just take all their listings and it'll pull from the Shopify or Amazon and it'll pull over to Walmart and then you have all your listings, you have all your information and then it's just optimizing so. And so forth. However, it's good to get started. If you don't have a lot of resources, you're new to it, it's a great opportunity just to get it up there, and you can kind of worry about it as you have time. But the correct way to do it would be obviously to launch each product individually, because search engine optimization, how Walmart indexes your products, and even how shoppers search and find your products are going to be slightly different than they are going to discover you on your Shopify site, or how they're going to find products on Amazon. And consistently, which is kind of crazy, uh, we find not with all brands, but a vast majority of brands is that the products that are really popular on their website aren't necessarily going to be the same products that move on Walmart or Amazon or Target or any of these other platforms. It's really interesting, kind of the dichotomy of the Walmart shopper and that experience for that shopper. So that being said, it's super easy to get started. We highly recommend that even if you have limited resources, just open the account, list your products, use one of these software solutions, progress, not perfection. So just because it's not 100% right. As long as you're not doing anything egregious, violating any rules, stuffing any keywords that don't belong in there that might get you in trouble, you'll be good. The listing will be up. And as shoppers shop to discover your products, they'll shop where they're comfortable shopping. They'll search you on Google. They may buy it on your website. They may buy it on Amazon. They may buy it on Walmart, but it's better that they're getting it directly from you than from a third party wholesaler who may not have your brand in mind, who may not care about the customer the same way that you do. And a lot of times when we take over Walmart accounts from from brands will find that it's just... Especially if they're dealing with wholesales, they really don't care. And then if your product's not selling on a wholesale perspective, it's not going to get the attention it needs. And then you'll get negative reviews because of shipping. You'll get all these negative KPIs that'll affect your ability to index, to advertise, and all that other fun stuff. So it's a little bit of a journey and a long-winded way for me to say it's super easy to get started. Let's get started today.
0: That sounds great. It's amazing that the platforms have become essentially startup friendly, because as you know, yeah. back in the day, if you want to get a product into Walmart stores, it was a long process. And typically, mm-hmm. they wouldn't even take one SKU products, so basically product brands that only had one independent product. But a lot of that has changed because of the success of some of these amazing innovations that are coming from hardware startups themselves. All of the big players have been looking at this and saying, how can we be more friendly to these up and coming disruptive products that are desired by the world, but not necessarily backed by a Fortune 500 product company. And it's just nice to see it, hear it from your perspective as well, being in the space on Amazon and Walmart Marketplace. You know, it leads me to a question now about the fulfillment side of things, because let's assume we've got the product posted, we start to make sales. What are some of the best practices or requirements that make sense in having your fulfillment set up in order to best service that Walmart transaction or sale?
2: That's great. So there's tons of applications that will funnel a sale from Walmart a and it'll label it as a Walmart sale. So you make sure you're shipping it properly and doing your due diligence. But there's a couple of options. So typically what we see is that most sellers will do Walmart fulfillment services, WFS, which is the equivalent of Amazon Prime. There are a couple benefits. You get some badges like two day, next day shipping, uh, the ability to get a pro seller badge. There's lots of reasons why you'd want to be on WFS and lots of reasons why Walmart would want you on WFS, which is a great opportunity. And it works like FBA. So you'll pay a percent based on the category. Another option is using a third-party logistics company. Any third-party logistics company that does the direct-to-consumer portion or the last mile shipping will be able to identify Walmart orders, fill it, and send it out. And then on the back end, we're tracking it. So similar to other marketplaces, they have strict guidelines on your order defect rate, late shipments, making sure it's shipped out properly, damaged goods, all that other fun stuff. So they're tracking that as well, and they can be negative KPIs. So you want to make sure similar to your website, similar to what you do on Amazon, that you're considerate and you're putting your best products and your best brand forward when you're fulfilling these orders with Walmart.
0: I mean, quality is paramount. And it starts with manufacturing and as and well, product. right? Make sure you have yeah. a fantastic product, well-designed, well-engineered mm-hmm. for the market that you're selling it to, well-tested, etc. Mm-hmm. Make sure manufacturing is sound and then quality control on your manufacturing is sound. And then that goes all the way through to where you have it stored, how you have it packed and picked and shipped and all the rest, because all of those little details details, which are well within your control, any one of them falters, and it gives a negative experience to the buyer. So especially as a new mm-hmm. product brand, you don't sell that many units. And the advantage yeah. there is that you can have a tremendous amount of personal control as a startup over the quality control. Whereas as you get bigger and bigger, you're going to need more systems and processes in order to manage quality mm-hmm. control, especially as you get into the tens, if not hundreds of thousands of units. But as a small startup, and especially as you're getting your initial orders, reviews are gold, especially for a brand. Yeah. The best thing you you can do yeah. it for many reasons, not just for subsequent sales, but also just for your brand equity valuation, your product valuation is getting great reviews online from customers that really like and enjoy your product and appreciated the experience of that product and getting to them. So spend the care, spend the attention, especially as a hardware startup, to put the extra effort, especially on those early orders so you can start gaining that traction. Let's talk about best practices here in terms of scaling up and really doing a good job on the platform. Assuming we've got a quality product and it's being fulfilled well, how do we actually continue to amplify the sales and coverage of the Walmart platform for your particular product?
2: So a pro tip on that is you want to make sure if you're selling on your website, you have existing, there are apps you can use that are 100% legitimate that will pull your reviews from Shopify and post them to your Walmart. If you decided you were going to get on Walmart, it was less of a priority and you have a lot of reviews on products, that could be a shortcut to boost your initial sales because We know that reviews, similar to Amazon, influence sales, which influence ranking. So it all kind of works together. Outside of that, advertising is probably the next best thing you could do to scale your brand. What's unique about Walmart, which compared to Amazon and other platforms is just a little different, is that you want to make sure when you go through the guidelines for search engine optimization, because it is tied to ads, you want to make sure you follow the guidelines very specific. So there are negative KPIs and a perfect example is like your title should be less than 70 characters, give or take, no matter what your category is. But your bullets and description is really where you're able to add in the keyword, the strategic keywords you want to rank for. And the user experience will will be good. You just don't want to stuff that top part. Typically in Amazon, it works a little different. You'll get 250 characters. And I bring up Amazon because a lot of brands will start on Amazon. And so a lot of times they just take their Amazon listing and they just copy it verbatim. But it actually negatively impacts their listings because they're violating all these policies. And I am in no way endorsing keyword stuffing. You should be strategic. You should identify a handful of root high quality keywords and root keywords would be like Bluetooth speaker is the root, whereas like for shower, whatever else is ancillary to the root. So you want to identify what's most relevant, what has good volume, so on and so forth. You can advertise on competitors directly. So like I couldn't do like brand A as an ad. The keywords need to exist inside my listing to some degree. In order for me to buy ads against those keywords. So if something's relevant, but it's not mentioned in my listing, then I won't be able to advertise on it. And then a lot of what happens with scales and a lot of your inventors will get a kick out of this market. It's all data. Like we're data science, we're testing, hypothesize, test, hypothesize, test. And there are great softwares. Helium 10 has expanded their software capability to include Walmart keyword research. So you're able to get an idea of like how searchers search for your product, which root keyword should I target based on relevancy and search volume? How can I bake them into my listing in a, using natural language and showcase the unique selling proposition of my product and then double down with some advertising? Walmart, similar to Amazon, you could do pay per click ads, which is money like that's getting people as they're shopping for your product. That's as bottom of the funnel uh, Bofu, as we like to say at Bellavix, that's where it's at. But they also have a programmatic platform that's DSP. And so that's your ability to use display ads to target customers using Walmart's data on and off the platform. So somebody who maybe viewed your product but didn't make a purchase is now in my audience. And I have the ability to serve them ads on mobile devices, on owned and operated properties. And it's a great way to kind of hit scale. It's not something you would do as a launch. You're going to want to focus on return on ad spend, return on investment, and being as efficient as possible as you're validating the market and understanding, is this something shoppers want? Am I solving a problem strong enough that they're willing? To pay. So that's kind of how we would look at scale. And we really don't do anything off the platform. There's opportunities with influencers. We know companies that work with influencers that drive traffic. There's ways to leverage Google, YouTube, and other platforms. But we have been able to achieve scale with brands on Walmart, focusing on listing the product correctly, optimizing it for search, and coming up with an ad strategy to help them get the initial sales and hit the KPIs they need to hit in order to grow over and over again.
0: Yeah, that's great. And with such a global marketplace, once you can really try and nail those variables, like how do you get eyeballs on your product? And then how do you best convert those eyeballs? Essentially, is the name of the game and ideally improving return on ad spend. So once you can figure out those fundamentals, that gives you the ability to scale so large, especially on these big platforms, because the audience, even for a small niche product, the audience is massive worldwide, especially (laughs) let alone just in the US. What tremendous opportunity to figure these things out, do your A, B test, really find those optimizations, nail it specific to each platform, whether it's Walmart or Amazon or anything else that you're selling on. I think one of the big lessons coming out of here is make sure you're doing it right for that particular platform and the types of buyers that are on that platform mm-hmm. and test, we and refine until you get it right. And that really will lead you to really clear variables and growth opportunities for scale. Last thing before I let you go, I know we're running out of time here. Talk a bit about what Bellavix do to help emerging hardware startup brands and where can people go to learn more?
2: Awesome. Yeah, we appreciate that. So we are a full service marketing management agency. We're a turnkey option. Once that inventory is shipped out to the fulfillment center, the team will make sure that you're maintaining account health. We're working with your third party logistics company. We're building out the marketing and advertising strategy and we're hitting the KPIs that are important to you as a brand based on where you are in terms of your maturity. Obviously, a launch is going to have different KPIs than somebody who's been in market for 10 years. We get clear. We try to act as your platform partner. So the best way to think of us as your fractional Walmart partner or fractional marketplace. And come check us out. We're bellavix.com. That's B-E-L-L-A-V-I-X.com. The website is where you can best reach us. And we post on our blog a few times a week on just tips. So if you're a small business or you're launching, you may not have enough funds to hire a full channel agency to manage. We have lots of information to help you get started. What are some things to consider? Here's what we do for software. I'd say use our blog to get started. It's a great resource. And we also have a newsletter that syndicates a lot of that same stuff.
0: Will, much appreciated for sharing that. And as always, I will put the links to that in the show notes below so anyone can just click through. Thanks again for sharing all your words of wisdom today, Will, and we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Kevin. This was a pleasure. Thanks, Will. Take care.
1: Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Product Startup Podcast. If you found some value in the show, please do us a huge favor and hit the like button and subscribe. If you have any questions, guest suggestions, or anything else, feel free to reach out to us. Us anytime at our email, podcast at mackodesign.com. This show is hosted by Kevin Maco, North America's leading expert on product development for hardware startups, and the podcast is produced by Maco Design, the original firm providing end-to-end consumer product development services tailored specifically to hardware startups, small manufacturers, and inventors. Take your product from idea to store shelves at Macodesign.com. That's m-a-k-o-design.com. Thanks for joining and see you again soon.